Welcome to the Ag Future Podcast, presented by Alltech. Join us as we explore the future of farming, food, and nutrition. From working with the top new ag tech startups from around the world to creating internal startups to rapidly advance new ideas, Alltech has sought new ways to innovate that speaks to its entrepreneurial roots. I'm talking with Patrick Walsh, founder and managing director of Dogpatch Labs, a leading startup hub in Dublin, Ireland. Patrick, thanks for joining us. And it's great to be here. Before we get too far along, can you highlight where the concept for Dogpatch Labs began? Sure, yeah. Um, so I sort of came from a startup background, and I would see these great hubs um, in places like Silicon Valley. And it struck me that we didn't have a sort of a big central connecting physical space uh, in Dublin. And so I thought that was a good problem to go about solving. And so I started walking around warehouses around Dublin and thinking what would be the right space. And eventually we found this um, beautiful historic uh, building right in the center of Dublin Docklands. And um, we started small. I think we just had 30 people um, sitting at desks in our first month. But over the last four years, that has evolved pretty rapidly. Uh, we've tripled in size. Um, we have now 450 people and across three floors. But it's not just desks and chairs now. We do events and programs and incubators and accelerators. So it's really expanded out from there. And does dog patch mean something? Well, it's a, it's a long story and, and, okay. uh, and it's probably one for beers. But um, it's an area in San Francisco where the idea was originally conceived. And I guess the, the spirit, the entrepreneurial spirit of that area was something that captured uh, our imagination. Gotcha. Uh, Dogpatch Labs is working to deliver the Pierce Lyons Accelerator. Can you share how you and Dr. Lyons decided to create this really incredible opportunity here? Yeah, well, I mean, Dr. Lyons is such an incredible entrepreneur. He's one of the great Irish entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs in globally. And, you know, for someone uh, such as myself that runs an entrepreneurial hub, it was an incredible opportunity to potentially work with him uh, when the opportunity first presented itself. Um. I think he's uh, was an individual that was always interested in the next wave of innovation for the industry. And what you've seen over recent years is ag tech uh, has really starting to be taking shape. Agriculture is the least digitized sector in the world. Really? Uh, yeah, it's an incredible statistic. But last year, it was actually the second uh, fastest growing subsector in all of technology. So the VC dollars are just flowing in. Increasingly, farmers are starting to adopt uh, technology. I think this is something they were starting to see, Dr. Lyons, along with Aidan Connolly, John Lyons and Aidan. Um, so uh, they made the decision that they wanted to really be at the forefront of that, to get some insight into that and to start to partner and work with some of the most interesting startups from around the world. And that was uh, where the uh, idea for the accelerator originated. How do Dogpatch Labs and the Pierce Lines Accelerator create realities for those who want to take advantage of the opportunity something like an accelerator can afford? Agriculture is a tough industry to break into if you're a small startup company. You know, you've got to partner with uh, big companies or, or find uh, farms. It can be a highly fragmented industry to access. Uh, so route to market's this huge challenge. 
And I think that's one of the central reasons why we decided to position this accelerator as a business development focused accelerator, especially for slightly later stage companies that had sort of proven something maybe in their home market and that were looking to scale internationally. You know, one of the things that Alltech is is a very international company now. It actually has uh, quite a decent presence in, I think, well over 150 countries across the world. And so... There's many different accelerators uh, out there for ag tech entrepreneurs to choose from. Some of them are great if you just have an idea and you're trying to get to the first version of, of your product. Uh, this one is for, for a later stage company who's really interested in scaling up. And I think um, that's where we position the accelerator. That's where the value has been extracted from the companies that went through the first year. And we saw some incredible results from that. Uh, collectively, I think we saw startups uh, get uh, 50 million in qualified new sales leads across 28 new markets in that first year. Um, so that really speaks to uh, the value uh, that some of these companies got out of it. I lived in Australia for a few years, and Americans were often perceived as a bit of aggressive, uh, very forward and to the point where many of us would point out, um, you know, individual strengths. They would kind of view it as this tall poppy syndrome, which meant that you would be cut down first. So how do entrepreneurial personalities differ in Ireland, in the U.S., and, and other groups that come to you? Yeah, well, I, I, you know, someone said earlier today, when you've met one entrepreneur, you've met just one entrepreneur <laughs> because every entrepreneur is different and those personalities take very different forms. And the thing is, you know, through this accelerator now, we've worked uh, with uh, entrepreneurs from, I think, over 10 different countries, right? So from Australia to Israel, which is obviously a huge ag tech hub, uh, to China, to uh, Canada, to Ireland. London. So it's really interesting because, you know, people do have a very different uh, personality type. But at the same time, I think what we found in the cohort or the group of entrepreneurs is a lot of common ground. And I think um, it's been really great to see how those different personalities have come together to support each other and to help each other understand how to you know, how does uh, someone from China sell to Americans, for example? I think that's one of the big value adds of having a global accelerator with a global group of people is that they help each other understand those different cultural norms as they sell into very different uh, industry uh, types across the world. What were some of the challenges of building a startup ecosystem? What elements need to be in place? Does it take a visionary to lead it? Like, what else? Yeah, I think there's a, there's a number of different key elements that sort of need to come together. And I think one of the key things that we've started to understand in Ireland is you really need to have a coordinated and connected effort. You know, you can't just have a, a lot of disparate elements sort of operating by themselves if you really want to create a synergistic ecosystem. So, you know, we were talking about this earlier today uh, with some of the folks in the state of Kentucky. And what I said was, what I would much rather see Kentucky do is, rather than 100 small things, do three initiatives that are real lightning rods to uh, kickstart an ecosystem. So one uh, is a conference uh, that really pulls together industry and pulls together investors and, and ag tech companies. And obviously, you've seen examples of that in Ireland with the Web Summit, who has moved out of Ireland and now has been has European cities bidding uh, to come to it. But you have a great conference here in one conference that could be built and, uh, uh, you know, evolved upon. It's already a coming together of industry. 
I think uh, you also need to have a, a big a global accelerator. And I think we've started that and we could continue to involve it and maybe bring other people in. I think another important part of an ecosystem and really why I was very passionate about starting dog patches, I think you need a physical hub as well. A lot of the time you just need that mental anchor point, that epicenter of an ecosystem where if people get off a plane and they sort of think, well, where, where would I start? Or they get out of college and they say, well, where would I go to? You have this physical space as well. Uh, those can be real catalysts. Then you need um, all the other elements to come into play as well. You know, strong connections with the universities. Investors need a sort of a coordinated story to think about uh, if they're going to come to an ecosystem. So you're talking about a lot of different um, elements coming together. And uh, certainly what we do in Ireland is we get around the table with various different members of the ecosystem, whether they are the big multinationals like Google, who's a big partner of ours and who really supports the ecosystem, but also with government as well. The Pierce Lines Incubator was also launched, focusing on entrepreneurship with the hope to enable staff to rapidly advance new internal ideas. How is this different than, say, going up to your boss and just pitching an idea? Well, that's a good question. I think um, this was something that Dr. Lyons was very passionate about. And he said, you know, he was delighted to be supporting entrepreneurs from all around the world. And that was an important part of external innovation for Alltech and bringing that innovation to our partners as well. But he also wanted to give his staff the opportunity to uh, sort of adopt a a startup mindset, um, have the opportunity to play by different rules, um, have some training and mentorship around advancing an idea forward in the same way that we've been doing in the Accelerator. And um, that's something that I think the people at Alltech have responded really well to. To answer your question specifically, the difference is, is that often when you pitch your boss, first of all, you might not be sure about how to best craft that proposition to create a uh, something that is a, an investor-ready uh, uh, you know, uh, deck. So, and also, the the your boss might not be empowered to fund that or to uh, enable you to go ahead and work on that. So, what you end up needing is some sort of a defined entrepreneurial uh, function within a large organization, especially as it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think this is something that Dr. Lyons was talking about a lot in the last few years. And I know Mark is very passionate about Mark Lyons. If you're a small company, you're sort of entrepreneurial by your very nature. You, you know, you don't need to do anything and things just start to happen. But as you start to get bigger and bigger and bigger, like Alltech has, has done so in the last few years, you need a bit more of a purposeful effort, a defined function to advance new ideas. And I think that was a lot of the thinking behind that incubator. We wanted to empower our staff, you know, so they can advance new ideas because they're the people that are talking to our customers and we want to do it in a different way. And we want to have a defined way of doing that. Can you tell me about some of the successful presentations that have been pitched? Well, it's, you know, I don't like to have favorites, you know, because, <laughs> yeah. um, because I, I, I uh, you know, I work, we work so closely with them all. I think what you saw this year is a great range of stuff from beef to dairy to human nutrition to um, insect proteins, etc., I think the whole area of CRISPR is particularly interesting. I'm very struck by it. And I think the, um, that is an area that will continue to have a massive impact. I think you're, we're just at the start of that, right? The FDA have just uh, said that they're not going to regulate gene-edited crops. 
it'll move to animals next. And you, you saw an example of the potential of that and the potential of that to save the industry a lot of money, but also to have a massive sustainable impact with the exit presentation, um, this, the Israeli company. And then CRISPR, of course, will continue on with, with uh, you know, after animals, it'll be human. So I'm just fascinated personally on that particular technology and how that's going to play out and disrupt the agricultural industry over the next few years. Dr. Lyons recently passed, but he was incredibly progressive and constantly pushing limits. Do you feel like these accelerator projects embody the spirit of Dr. Lyons in some way? Well, I think, you know, that's something that Mark said. He said, you know, this is, um, this is a, you know, the, the accelerator bears his name. And um, I think uh, it really was something that he was quite passionate about. There's so many stories of Dr. Lyons helping other people in a charitable way, helping other people in terms of supporting them as entrepreneurs all throughout the years. And I think... Um, you know, it's 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 great that we had the opportunity to start this when when he was here, and um, he was such an incredible inspiration to so many different people. I think he is an, an an incredible inspiration for the next generation of entrepreneurs, and uh, I think it's great that we've managed to do these programs. And I I, I do I think it it embodies his uh, entrepreneurial spirit. Patrick Walsh is the founder and managing director of Dogpatch Labs, Ireland's leading startup hub. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Ag Future Podcast, presented by Alltech. For show notes and more episodes, visit alltech.com forward slash agfuture. future.